Hello, my name is Jerry Durham, and I want to welcome you to my podcast, What's Best for the Patient is Best for the Business. This podcast was put together for you, the healthcare practice owner, and wants to achieve success in your healthcare practice and turn this practice, this clinic, into a business. So if you want growth and scalability that drives financial performance, all three of those don't always come together. But if you want that, then you've come to the right place. I'm here to help you be most successful in your healthcare practice and turn it into a business. Cheers. Thanks for coming. All right. I just decided to jump into it. Told you guys on the last call that pretty much had covered selling the expert versus the commodity. I think we're going to highlight some more, right? I got through the end of that and I was like, well, even if it's a short episode, I want to touch on this. And where it fits in this whole five-step process and why, right? So these last two, this new patient call, again, is more of the application and more of getting you into this mindset of why the five-step process, why the five phases are set up in the order they are with the headings the way they are. Again, I have found over time, if you guys don't understand the why, if people don't understand the why, I mean, Simon Sinek, start with why, then we're not going to buy into the process. We're not going to buy into doing. We're not going to buy into the action. So if you understand the why a little more of this process and what it delivers when it's executed 100% of the time, right? you determine the process, not the outcome. You control the process, not the outcome, that you'll be better at this. So this new patient call, If you didn't listen to the last episode, sell the journey versus the outcome, you must go back. You must click stop and go back one. I tell you the value in there and the context of everything into this one will make this one even more valuable. All right. So just go back one episode. By the way, even if you didn't listen to the other ones in this series, that's okay. Just go back one episode and listen to it and make an investment, your time and your energy into that before we go forward in this. So last time we talked about selling the journey versus the outcome, I really kept it higher level, right? About why. And then when we got into the how to do it a little bit, we heard a lot of that expert in there. And so selling an expert is far easier than selling a commodity. Selling things on price is hard. And if this was part of healthcare, I wouldn't be doing this. I would never take a job selling a commodity. It is way difficult and it is hard. And I respect those people doing it and those people who do it well. And by the way, I've learned a lot about selling from those people, right? There's a lot of value to be learned from selling a commodity, but I am here to tell you selling things on price is hard. And if you don't believe me, ask your front desk. When we don't give them the tools, they will slip into the commodity game. And that's what freaks your front desk out about those calls. How much does it cost? Do you take my insurance? Because they know they're going to have to discuss price without discussing what they get for the price. That's when your team spews all those treatments and services and the reasons why people choose schedule with you without any fucking idea about what that person on the other end of the phone wants. I've just balled up all of healthcare in about a 30 second clip. Your team hates talking about insurance. Your team hates talking about costs because they don't know what the deliverable and the product is to share with the people. They don't really know what people are buying because they don't get right. They don't get their problem to be solved. 
they don't sell the expert. And therefore they hate that because they have to talk about price and there is nothing else but price. And if you listen to this whole series, it's probably going to be the next one, right? The best, best, best way to manage price and to neutralize a conversation and maintain the control of a conversation over price is to make sure you are talking about an expert and not a commodity. I think these two alone are going to be packaged up into a program, right? And anytime anybody says, Jerry, really, what is your philosophy? What is your ethos? What are you training people to do? I'm just going to give them these last two episodes, right? And really, even with the selling the journey versus the outcome, no one's even trained to talk about the outcome. They talk about the treatments and services, which are a commodity. You guys see how these last two bundle up together? I'm laughing because it took me a long time to get here. And the more I talk through this, and really, I make 10 episodes talking about the same thing from 10 different angles, right? But I think it's important for us to understand from all angles where people are coming from. The reason people start their conversations with how much does it cost is because they don't know what they're buying. And if I don't know what I'm buying, everything defaults to cost. This is that value conversation. If I don't know what to value for my money, then I want to pay the least amount for it. In the absence of value, everything defaults to price. Think about your first phone call. I've listened. I've done secret callers. Everything defaults to price. I'm going to tell you 99% of the conversations I've had, secret callers, there was nothing left but price. Nothing. It's not being done and your teams aren't trained properly. And so they default to that and it's not their fault. It's yours. So selling an expert, right? Versus a commodity, selling an expert is easier than selling a commodity. So if you get your front desk people in this mindset, they will be more successful because they won't have to talk about price as much. And then when they do, they will feel empowered to drive the conversation back to value. Right, which is part of that five-step process, which is part of acknowledgement, which is part of asking permission-based questions, is constantly driving back to the value. And if someone says, no, 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 then guess what? Your front desk gets off the phone with those people. I hate those calls about price. Cool. I have a system to get you the fuck off the phone quicker if you do it this way. And by the way, if you do it this way, you will find price becomes less of an issue. I didn't say it disappears. I says less. And really, when I say price becomes less of an issue, it's because people can now determine right, what they are paying for. And now they can make a decision that's best for them. Remember, this art and science of selling and in general, selling is not about convincing. It's not about changing minds. It's about making sure you have checked all the boxes so that that person on the other end of the phone can make the best decision for themselves based on their life their journey, where they are in their journey currently towards the progress they want to make. Which is why when I learned early on, when I managed this conversation properly and I got to the end and someone said it's too expensive, it really was too expensive. They knew what they were paying for and they could not afford to pay for it. Right? The calls I listen to when people say, well, they objected on price and I listened to it and I'm like, you didn't give them all the options. So they don't know what they're paying for. So it wasn't a price objection. They actually didn't know what they were paying for. If we get to the end and someone says it's too expensive, 
then I acknowledge that. And that is why I help people find the next step. That is why I train clinics. It is baffling to me that people will hang up on people asking for help. Physical therapy will hang up on them without offering them the next step. That's for another day and time. But if you're most confident in this conversation, if you know you're taking people through this five-step process and making sure you are selling the journey and not the outcome, and you make sure that you're selling the expert and not the commodity, then at the end of that, there's absolutely no reason not to help them get to the next step if they choose not to do business with you, right? So the five-step process has the selling the expert baked into it, but it's step four because we have to have a problem and an expectation before we can sell an expert. And if we don't have a problem, then we can't sell an expert and we default to treatments and services, which are commodities. Services are commodities. So selling an expert is easier than selling a commodity because I make it all about you. A commodity is not about you. When people get to that part and where they spew everything we do and why we do it, how we do it differently. And that's why you should spend your money with us when they didn't even find out the problem to be solved or their expectations. You are still a commodity and you've done nothing to decrease uncertainty. Selling an expert takes someone down the path of what their journey will look like with you and what the person who will come alongside them on the journey is going to do. I went into that in the last episode, right? We're selling the journey with us. We're selling the expert that will come alongside you during your journey back to your desired outcome. And the expert is the person who can help you. So until I know your problems and expectations, I can't set you up with an expert. All right. So selling the expert versus a commodity is far easier. Selling an expert versus a commodity will get more arrive, pay, and then stay. Selling an expert who will take you on your journey toward your desired outcome is the freaking gold mine. All right. So we're going to stop this here. I want these last two episodes. If you write this down and figure out how to do this, of which, by the way, kind of took you through on part 3A and part 3B of this series. So if you take these two, listen to these, take notes, and then go back through part three and part four, both parts, this stuff will really come together for you. I'm looking back here. Basically, this is all my sales training, all my front desk sales training. Right? You get the context and the overview at the beginning. And now after getting to this point, I would go back through and re-listen to some of that and reset the context around all this. But these last two episodes are the strategy, are the structure, are the mindset that is going to get more people to arrive, pay, and stay. All right. Again, as always, I appreciate your time and energy. I appreciate you sharing this with your team front desk team, with your management team, with your provider team. So you guys can start to put your heads together on how to be successful doing this also, right? I mean, these podcasts are multi-purposed and the one thing, and I've had people reach out to me and say, Jerry, I've gone through all your podcasts and I've implemented these things and look at the success we've had. And it baffles me to this day. So, I mean, these are actionable things. I want you to have success with these. And if you want my help, contact me. But otherwise, right, my goal is greater success for everybody listening to this. 
I want you to just go out and implement. I'd love for you to share with me your results because you deserve the praise for taking action. And I will be the first one to congratulate you. Cool. These last two episodes are gold. Appreciate your time and energy as always, my friends. See you next week. Thank you for listening today to the podcast. Here's what I want you to do next. Um, If you want to stay in touch or want more information on the doing of all this, then I highly recommend, and I really want you to go over to my YouTube page, Jerry Durham PT, J-E-R-R-Y-D-U-R-H-A-M. There is just so much content, videos added weekly, if not daily and you will be able to bury yourself and immerse yourself into this content and learn all you need to know to start implementing some of the things we talked about today second thing i want you to do is just jump in feet first over at my facebook group what's best for the patient is best for business daily interactions right i'll be there you can have discussions with other people you can ask me questions i post there frequently post videos i share information there so it's a place to stay up to date and be very interactive with other people who have the same goals and mindset that you do and want to create this business this healthcare practice that will scale and grow and give you financial performance cheers all